So the last time we uh, hung out, that was uh, Nebraska, right? Yes, 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 yes. When we yes, played the games, board you, games. You kicked ass in Obscurio uh, as the as the clue giver, um, which that was that was a lot of fun. Um, I I've gotten to know you primarily through like uh, our our mutual interest in board games. <laughs> That's a pretty good way uh, to get to know me, I would say. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, it's been great. Um, and so, uh, but so I guess just to start things off, um, I'm always curious, like, uh, what are your biggest hobbies or interests that are, that like, you're most into? Um, I, the things that I sort of love, I do love games. That is something mm. that I have always done, board games. I think it's also partially because I grew up in a house where I had to hunt down people to play with. <laughs> mm, yeah. So now once I'm able to do that, I, I love doing that. I And thank you for the recommendations this weekend. We played a lot of those games on Thanksgiving. Um, How did they go? They they actually went really well. The train game that we that uh, I got a train game and that was for um, that was for my nephew because he's autistic. He did that. But he loved the games. We played the um Oh, what is the the spy game that was back and forth? The, the word association. Uh, code names. Yeah, my niece loved that, and actually Azul was a big winner. Uh, That's great. It took a little while. It took her a minute to understand that you have to read the instructions first. But once I got through <laughs> everything, so she sure. had a little ADD. She's like, "What about? I don't know how to play this game." I'm like, "Give it two minutes." And then we sat down and played mm. for hours. So it was really good for her. You know, the game was fun, but it was also good for her to you know, to sit down and, and learn something new, which I always think is exciting. Sure. How old are your niece and nephew? Uh, my niece is 12 and my nephew is 10. So. Gotcha. And what, what was the train game? Um, The train game, I'm trying to think of Ticket the- Ticket to Ride? Yes, exactly. Ticket to mm, Ride. Which uh, which map? Um, we, I was supposed to get the New York map since I'm from New York, but they wound up mm. giving me, Um, I wound up, after I left the store, I realized that I accidentally grabbed Amsterdam. So we got a different kind of lesson. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Okay. Which was funny. That one was interesting because, um, like I mentioned, my nephew is, he's, um, he's, he's, functioning autistic at this moment but mm. he was able to play all the the he actually won the game and in, in the term of trains and putting things on the board but nice. you know the level of the cards we i i sort of played that with my niece so we wound up it, it wound up being a good game he loves trains it was good he he built the longest railroad between all of us so nice. he did okay yeah i'm looking at the map it's one of the smaller ones like yeah I wasn't mm. sure how much concentration they would have on this to start off, so I was like, let me try this. I'll slowly, slowly indoctrinate them into the games. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. That's a great choice for, because uh, New York is also very small. I have played that one, and that's a very small map. Um, and this looks like that sort of, uh, that vein of like, hey, kind of like, you know, get kids and kids and adults can play. Uh, and then if they get into it, then you can pull out like classic Ticket to Ride, which is like the whole whole united states yeah or, that was um, i saw that and that was recommended when i went in and i thought this is good but it probably will not fit in my suitcase so that was <laughs> the reason why i stayed away from that one right i'm glad azula was a hit because um yeah I, I, I introduced that to my parents who are super like you know they never played any board games really mm -hmm. and then as i've been getting in really into it i've been like okay i want to try to introduce stuff to them that they'll like and azul was, mm -hmm. was a was a lot of fun for them um great tactile feel though too with the tiles they feel so nice to like you know that they look nice it's just it's just it's a very pretty game that was one um, of the things that i i loved i had to like i i had to figure out how to explain the the different portions of it but once they had it they were really they were really they really really loved it nice yeah and code names is just a classic and what i love about mm -hmm. that one is that's like Pretty much any number of people can play it because you can do like one on one. There's even a code names duet, which is like a one on one version. Mm -hmm. But you can do like you know teams of two, teams of five. You know, it it it's just like fully. I've played it with like twelve people like online. You know, it, it's just uh. There's actually a great free version of it official that's all online, which is fantastic and has been fun for like charity streams and stuff like that so. oh that's really cool yeah that would be that's like a it's a i could see that being a fun great fun game even with larger groups that was yeah, my niece yeah. that was my favorite one from the niece my niece she was nice I left them there with them she was like can i have this i was like yes of course you can <laughs> <laughs> i was like you see i love that too yeah exactly i was like play um, the game i was uh with um my my parents came to visit and 
a bunch of my aunts and uncles. They're all like, you know, 60s, 70s, uh, Korean people, uh -huh. like Korean aunties and uncles who like don't play board games. And I brought, are you familiar with um, Six Nymphed? Do you know that game? No, it was on the list that you told me, but I don't know what it is. Mm. Yeah. It's a great game uh, where basically, uh, it's kind of hard to explain without the visuals, but there are four rows and you're playing numbered cards and they slide into the rows in order. Mm -hmm. But if you ever play the sixth card in a row accidentally, you have to eat the five cards in front of it and they have points on them and points are bad. <laughs> so it's like you're constant, everyone's playing cards at the same time and then you're sliding them into the rows like where they go. And then people are like, oh no, if they get like the sixth card in a row. It's extremely simple, mm -hmm. but so much fun. Like... I think the English version is called Take Five, if you ever do pick it up for, like, your family or something. Um, and also, I have it, so whenever <laughs> the next time you come over, we can always play it. I'm, I would um, be down for that. That's that's fun. And, yeah, I do try. That That is, like, stuff like that where you can get everybody and all the generations involved makes me happy. That's very yeah. cool. Yeah, it's been nice seeing, like, how sort of mainstream it's become, the hobby, with, mm -hmm. you know, their games that all ages can enjoy. And, you know, once they... Like I, I have a my my cousin's uh, son. What is that? Second cousin? I don't mm. know. Cousin, cousin, cousin nephew. Son, yes. I don't know what yeah. Is. Sure. Cousin um, removed or something. Something like that. Yeah. Mm. He is like last time I played with him, he could handle like pretty complex. Like for his age, I was like, wow. Uh, this is it's cool to see that stuff that I thought might be inaccessible is like, oh no, no, no. like if you have the hunger for it, you, mm -hmm. know, you can get into it, uh, which has been nice, and it's been. My goal to indoctrinate as many people as I can <laughs> into the hobby. You know, people. I've had people be like, "I don't know, board games seem complicated." I'm like, mm, "Try this one," and they're like, "Oh, that was fun." I was like, "Good, good." You know, yeah. excellent. Exactly. You know? That yeah. that was why that was the thing with my niece. Like when she was very much like, "It's so complicated. This game is too hard. We're not going to be able to play it." And then the next day, she was like, "Can we play that game again?" <laughs> I was like, nice. "Sure." I was like, "Yes, we can." That's great. Uh, what is your favorite board game? Oy vey. Okay. Well, that's a good question. Um, I the, the a lot of the stuff that I played were um, were sort of simpler ones. I used to play because I used to play a lot with uh, with my niece and nephew or kids. So we would play. Sure. I really I loved the game. The game that we played was so much fun. I really liked that a lot. I used to play sort of image games like Dixit and things like that with the kids. So Dixit's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, I also like, there is, um, oh, why is it going out of my head? The spy one. It's not, you know, because I always play, I would also play One, one Night Werewolf. That was a thing that I would always pull out in families is, when uh, they were spy kids. Spyfall? Uh, no, not Spyfall. The, um, uh, one of you what is you the spy. It? One of you is the mm. spy and you have to figure it out. Um, Clearly, I'm better at playing the game than I am remembering the title. <laughs> well, that's okay. Well, do you remember any? Do you remember any other details about it? Like uh, someone's a spy. It's um, the card games you put down, and you're trying to figure out who's the double agent. Um, and uh, uh, resistance. Yes, it was resistance. Mm, resistance. Yeah, yeah. So, we played. We played Avalon at um, Nebraska. Right? right, and Avalon had yeah, a, yeah. had a lot of the fun. I I really really liked the um the the Battlestar game that we played. Like that was kind that of fun. Was great. Yeah, that was yeah. really I. I I like when there's a lot of stuff going on, but then you kind of it's as long as there's someone like that distills it down. I in in and sure. I love it. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah. I I take pride, and I think I'm pretty good at taking a game that's you know maybe it's more complex than people like think, but mm -hmm. then trying to break it down and like. But really, all you're really doing, and I think a lot of games are like this, mm -hmm. is there's like three things you can do. Yeah. Right. Just focus on those three things. Different stuff can happen as a result of them, but as long as you're aware, like, on your turn, do two actions, here are the actions, and as you understand what those actions do, and uh, then it, it's not so bad. Mm -hmm. um, but I will say, like, when, because um, you and Bill came, yeah. uh, who has been on the on the podcast before, uh, I was, when we played, we played, like, a, what was it, like a six-hour game or something. It was a <laughs> yes. long game. But you, you guys were, like, engaged throughout, and I was like, they passed the test. Yeah, like, oh, it was, like, it was cle totally Clearly fun. they can handle anything. Yeah. Like if they, if they're, because some people, they're going to be like, why did I, why did I come? You know, yeah. why did I, yeah, this is, this is torture. But uh, I, I was glad that was a good group. I, I, I really, yeah, I had a lot of experience. fun with that too. Yeah. It's some, um, yeah, long, long form games I do love as well. So that's great. Yeah. Um, 
Now, besides board games, um, any other interests you have that are like maybe ones that maybe people that might not know about you? Um, uh, I think a right lot. Away? I think um, I usually put up a lot of pictures of them. I mean, like I do have. There's there's writing. I love poetry, and and there's hmm. um, I'm I'm a big sci-fi film person, but I love vampire things. I don't talk about that a nice. lot, but it's very good. Okay. But uh, and I also I'm a big street art person i love when mm. i go to new places i usually i try to visit the street the street art um that they have or like well i think it's coming from new york and i had uh, i'm actually going to the banksy show tonight but um oh nice yeah so i i love going there's something about like people putting stuff out in the street and art that winds up being accessible for everybody that i really love mm. and so uh, you know, my father uh, was an artist. He painted and did a whole bunch of things. But there's something about street art that I really, really, really enjoy. So that's oh, that's great. Is there is there a because I'm not super familiar with street art. Like, is there like a, a a really like significant piece that you're like, oh, this this is like close to my heart. Or I really like this artist or anything like that. I uh, it it changes it changes in in the city what I what I like sometimes are a lot of um mixed medium stuff like there's sometimes you'll go places mm. where they'll have there was one huge wall that I saw that was amazing that had the whole top was like a treetop bush on top and they had painted Ooh. a mural and they had incorporated someone's face and that wound up being like the hair on their head. I like when they sort of take wow. objects that are there and um and then incorporate them so that you have like that 3D aspect of it and then you're going, you know, you're doing that. But there's there's um there's um I think it's called Wyndham Walls. It's down in uh Miami, I think. I went down there and okay. I saw those. And there used to be I I I'm still looking around for places here because of the pandemic. I didn't always go I didn't go out as much as I wanted to. But we sure. used to have um there used to be a big street art festival that they had in New York where they would just bring the artists down into, I think it was Borum Hill, and they would just, you can watch them paint the sides of the buildings Ooh. live. And that I thought was always crazy. That's cool. Yeah. What was the name? Uh, you mentioned Miami. What is the name of that? I think it's called Wyndham Hills. Wyndham Hills. Wyndham Hills. There used to be, um, there used to be a place in New York called Five Points. But they, uh, it's been a couple of years since they actually, they painted over it. And it was a place that you could just go. And if you were, you were an artist, they would just draw on walls and then they would, they would reuse it. And then they would have new artists come. So every time you could go, you could see it differently. But, um. Uh, Winwood Walls. Is that what this is? is yes. That, find... Yes. Winwood mm. Walls. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. This looks awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And that's, that's like a, that's like a destination place. And then. They, um, the one in Borum Hill that they have has walls that are about that size. They're like the size of the side of buildings. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that stuff has always been really interesting to me. I'm, I only have a passing familiarity with, I've seen like, you know, access through the gift shop. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've seen that. Right? Yes. Like, yeah. Um, and so like, uh, it's always been fascinating to me, but, um, never like followed it super closely. I think that's, that's really interesting. Cool. Um, you mentioned, uh, sci-fi films. Uh, what are what are some of your favorite uh, sci-fi films? Do you, do you have a favorite? Okay, I don't know that I have. I don't have. Okay, so all right, I'm outing myself here. There are two types okay. of sci-fi films that I like. Mm. Okay, one which is usually is is something that is very good space art. I'm trying to think of of like I loved Dune. Like that is a beautiful mm. example of that. Right now, um, mm -hmm. these are I I say sci-fi, but it's also fantasy. I am sure. a huge fan of um, Wheel of Time that they just made a series mm. of and which I am okay. loving. I'm actually introducing Bill to it and he gets very excited because usually I watch something with him and he geeks out and stops it and starts to tell me all about it. So I was like, all right, uh -huh. this is my turn. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, yeah, so I stop everything and, and uh, it's like they have the books were all like 400 or 500 plus pages. Um, mm. I worked in a library when I was, when I was in high school coming up and I was an avid reader. So I used to grab things from there. So I read all the books before, before I had watched it. So I've been kind of waiting for this to come out. But, nice. um, so I will, so those, so those I consider good. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then I have a, a, um, my, 
my drug of choice, if you will, is horrible sci-fi. Ah, okay. <laughs> so I will watch like it can be very bad. I will watch the CW versions of many, many things. I will, Hell yeah. yeah. If it's like a, there was, um, if it it, it barely makes any sense, but they're trying to plug it together, I will watch it just to see like super campy, anything like that. I, mm. I, I will, I will definitely like that's sort of, that's sort of my de-stressor of things. I watch what, very uh, bad. In that genre, I'm curious, what's like a pe- like a show or a movie that's like, oh, this encapsulate, encapsulate, yeah, encapsulates everything that I love about uh, shitty sci-fi? Um, oh, gosh. All right. <laughs> so um, I will say like one of the things that um, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of it because literally I will I will. We watched we watched the one that was very um oh, what was it? There was a guy, there was a priest, there was a Tyrannosaurus Rex. That was Whoa. crazy. Uh I'm trying to think of what the name of it was. Oh man, I saw it. Is um, it a TV is a show? Yeah, this was a sh- this was a movie. That was a movie, a movie of films I've watched. There was like oh I'll watch it if it if it has magic and it has like vampires or something, I'll watch. I'll watch most of it. There was, um, I even watched something that was like a, uh, there was like a, like a warrior nun on TV that Mm. I thought was hilarious. Because that's the thing is, I will think it's hilarious after um, we watched uh, Evil, I think is okay. Like that's, that's fine. It's, it's absurd. So that kind of walks Mm. the line. But, um, but yeah, I also, once I watched, there was a show about mermaids that was on Netflix. That was the most absurd thing that I ever saw. It was like a dub of something. Uh, these mermaids were coming out and I, I, I can't remember the title because it was horrible <laughs> there. I watched sure. something about, um, yeah, there was this, it wasn't like, it wasn't even teen wolf grade. It was just like these werewolf people who had sort of come out. I yeah I'll if I'm de-stressing or in the background we'll we'll watch that I also um series wow I'm really I'm really giving you my my what I consider a uh, bad sci-fi uh what is yeah. also the um uh what is um cowboy cowboy uh Wyatt Earp there's one that has that's supposed to be his great granddaughter I consider that not Ooh. good but um. And it's Wyatt it, Earp's great granddaughter. Yes, there's a series okay, on it. Okay. I know. I'm not surprised you've never heard of it. Why would you? <laughs> Why Winona Earp? Yes, I. Whoa! I, I forced Bill to watch that with me. I'm like, it's hilarious. There's magic. She has a gun. She's a cowboy. He's like, we'll watch something. I'm like, I promise we'll watch something good after this. I'm like, just put it on <laughs> in the background. I'm like, it's. We, I didn't finish the series to my credit, sure. but I did. Um, I did. I I thought it was hilarious, and I think at the beginning of the pandemic, we watched we watched one of those that was like a I forget the name of it. That was like a combination of I think it it was like they took every sci fi trope in the world, shook it up in a paper bag, and then you know made a show about it. So we would have fun kind of guessing uh, what plot point and what series they would steal from next. So. Always so I just want to read the for those who are not familiar with Winona <laughs> Earp. Um, in the, uh, so uh, the great great granddaughter of uh, Wyatt Earp in the series, uh, Winona Earp returns to her hometown of Purgatory, <laughs> where she battles revenants, yep. the reincarnated outlaws mm-hmm. that Wyatt killed. Well, hello? That's fucking <laughs> sick. Uh, oh my god. Now I was look, I was trying to find this this uh, dinosaur priest movie you were talking Ow. about. I don't know. If, I don't know if this was it. But if you haven't seen this, sounds like right up your alley. The Velocipaster? Yes, Velocipaster! Oh, was that it? That was it, yes. That was, oh, yeah. Shit. They told us about that. They're like, this movie. I'm like, this is hilarious. This is this is the best. I. It was, it, um, yeah, it is, it's absurd and it's inane. And um, uh, it follows Pastor Doug Jones, who becomes infected by an artifact, resulting in him turning into a Velociraptor <laughs> when he becomes angry. <laughs> Oh, I need to see this movie. <laughs> see, uh, it's actually was it, that's was very it good? funny. It is very, very funny. Yeah, it yeah, was. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, it's definitely entertaining. I will say that. Um, yeah, we all watched it. I think I watched it at um, uh, River and Christina's house. We had a really good time. Yeah, stuff nice. like stuff like that. I mean, it's. I would say 
people are sometimes shocked by the level of like I won't say bad. I will say interesting mm. sci-fi that I will watch. Sure. Because I, you know, I also like I I do read like regular literature and like and and other things, but this is sort of, you know, like I'll I read cla- I like I read a lot of classic literature, and I was a big Dostoevsky fan. But for some reason, mm. I'm like Winona Earp gets me every time. Who knew? The way the, <laughs> the shows that you watch it reminds me of the shows that my wife likes to watch. Oh no! Because uh, because she because she loves good stuff too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, oh, good more mm, good's not the right word. Like mm-hmm. mainstream. Like you know, mm-hmm. we're not gonna call this stuff bad. It's yeah. just you know, it's 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 fun, right? Because mm-hmm. um, there's that stuff where you know she's gonna pay attention. And but you know if she's like just wants to like chat with her friend and make fun of something while watching you know just dist- like you said de-stressing yeah she loves like you you mentioned vampires she loves <sighs> like vampire stuff stupid horror stuff and you know and that's why people love you know she also loves like you know the reality shows that mm-hmm. you know everybody it's very popular like the housewives of whatever you know uh, all that stuff it's it's I get it it's like you don't sometimes you just kind of want to watch something. Mm-hmm. That's goofy, and you don't have to pay attention the entire time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand that. Yeah. Um, I never. I don't um, watch as many reality TV shows for some reason. But um, yeah, I never really got into it either. But yeah. I know a lot of people who are super into them, uh, which I get because I used to. I used to like um, the more com- the competition-driven ones, like Amazing Race or like. Uh, I was a big comic standing, you know, those were my jam. Last comic standing. I was also, um, I'm, was also a big fan of the American Ninja Warrior and the original one. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, see that, that, that's the kind of stuff where I'm like, okay, I can get into this mm -hmm. or like, um, like Chopped, you know, I don't know if you've watched Chopped. I have watched Chopped. Yeah. Yeah. See, I love Chopped. Mm -hmm. Um, so I get it. Um, so then Going back to, uh, you mentioned vampires. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was a little side note, but I do want to, I'm just curious. So, are, vamp, is that like, out of all the, that genre of stuff, do, I mean, are you like all vampire stuff, like my wife does? Like, she'll watch anything with a vampire, even if it's terrible. Uh, she's like, yes. I mean, I like some stuff more than others. <laughs> sure. But even if it's terrible, you know, and I, I, like I'll I'll I've watched a whole bunch of stuff. I will admit, um, I will admit I watched. You know, I watched the Twilight, the Vampire Diaries, all of those. I've watched the classic. Mm. I've watched I've watched the classic stuff. I've watched the um, you know, like the old Nosferatu and all that, yeah. and also all like the um, you know, interview stuff. I mean, those are like more of the mainstream things, but there's there's mm-hmm. a couple of really there's a really amazing um I'm trying to know, I'm trying to remember the name of it. I feel like it was a Polish film that was about vampires. It was like an art film and it was really, really well done. Um there's oh man, if I can remember it. Um Is it the one I think I know the one. Uh let me just check the country. Um I might be wrong no, with the country, no, but uh, No, I might be thinking of a different uh because it was that vampire. God, it's been a while. Because um, immediately I thought of um, "Let the Right One In," which I'm sure you. Yes, from, that's right? wonderful. Yeah. yeah, that one. Yeah. But that's not the one you're talking about. That was Swedish, right? Yeah, that might I be. I might be getting my country wrong. This is because it's the only thing coming up for me is a Polish vampire in Burbank, which I have never seen. But now I am obsessed. Now you might with have to see Wanting it, yeah. to know some 1983 film. Uh, of a Polish vampire in Burbank with a okay, and uh, there's it's werewolves a in it. <laughs> Ooh, okay. All right, you know this is definitely like I, I will say I'm also not against if I get through something turning it off if there's a point, but <laughs> sure. I you know I'll 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 check it out first. Um, yeah, but there's but I've always been yeah I've always been a big um uh, a big sort of sci-fi some of the earliest books kind of that i the fantasy stuff that i even as a child like i read a lot of ursula k Le Guin and um mm. and then you know a lot of different things sure so. sure so for so for you it's the, the nerdiness has never been uh you're not you're no stranger to it no I, like we didn't yeah, yeah. yeah no and we didn't know we were being nerdy like we we grew i grew up you know watching all the star trek and the stars with my parents and they sure. were, it was just like, that's, 
you know, that was what was on in the house. But I didn't, we didn't think of it as, I didn't even think of it like as a fandom or anything. We were just like, that's what you watch on TV. <laughs> nice, nice. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Now, I, uh, I like to give the guests uh, an opportunity if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a question you would like to ask me or a topic you would like to bring up? Um, if not, don't worry about it. But if you have anything, uh, feel free. Hmm. Well, I, I'm I'm curious. I mean, like we've had this conversation before. Um, I I feel like you know we're getting a chance to talk. I don't know offhand. I would think of it. But what are your like? Do you have like? I know you've probably talked about this before. But do you have like any any like little nerdy sci-fi or fantasy things? Is there a show that you love that uh mm. that you might specifically in that in that realm the sci-fi fantasy. I would say either it can be sci-fi, it can be sci-fi in any genre because I do take, you know, like the Blade Runner type of things or like this space that anything that's, you know, mech or science oriented or um, mm. or fantasy, it can be either one of those. I know that's mm. huge genres. I've just basically given you everything. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. So basically the question is, is there anything, Maybe, anything sci-fi or fantasy that I'm super into? Yeah, yeah. Like mm. a film or something that you might like. Yeah, yeah, I think because um, I'm not I, I, my my sort of nerdy mm-hmm. interests. It's like the biggest stuff I'm into are like the board games. Clearly, yeah. Um, very much into anime, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and so I mean, there's definitely ones in there I could pick out. Uh, I do watch a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I know a lot of people like will specify like, oh, I'm big into horror. I'm big into this. I'm big into that. Mm-hmm. But for me, I I I love all types of films. So it's not like I'm seeking out only, you know, mm-hmm. my wife is more like, oh, horror movies? Yeah, she wants to watch the horror movies. Yeah. I will watch, I will watch any type of movie. But um, I'm, the ones that I, uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, I was just going to say, I'm not a horror movie person, strangely. I'm, mm, with everything that I've just said, I, I don't, I, 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 we watched, I consider it psychological thriller, like the Breathe movies also. I can't, I can't take anything. I think if it goes into like sort of like the, if it becomes too, too jumpy, I don't like it. Breathe. It does, you mean like don't, like don't breathe? Don't breathe. Those yeah. Ones? Like that. Oh, I, yeah, oh, yeah, I couldn't, yeah. I, I couldn't watch the movie. I, Bill had to watch it on his own. We got halfway through and I was like, we're done. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done with this movie. <laughs> I'm like, gotcha. it's, it's causing me too much anxiety. Mm, I see. So th- uh, thrillers and horror, not necessarily your thing. Mm-hmm. Mm, no. Okay. Yeah. Let me, let me look up, because um, to give you a sense of the type of person I am, mm-hmm. I, uh, for the past, I want to say, seven, eight years, mm-hmm. uh, I have, I keep a list of everything I, every new th- movie I've watched, uh, mm-hmm. sh- shows I watched, uh, it, 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 it just sort of, sort of something that came in handy, because sometimes mm-hmm. people will be like, hey, you seen anything good lately? And I'm like, I can literally tell you the date when you pull it up. <laughs> like, so looking back on stuff, let's see, sci-fi, fantasy. Um, one that, like, I guess this is kind of a sci-fi, but, like, I loved uh, the movie Shin Godzilla. Have oh, yes, that? I did, actually. I saw I saw the premiere of that out in New York. Oh, yeah, very cool. I, Loved it. I loved, I mean. Yeah, that was a very. It's Hideaki Anno directing, Mm -hmm. who, you know, Evangelion, Mm -hmm. uh, and just seeing the sort of the comedy of, like, the failure of bureaucracy mixed with, you know, the legit cool stuff that Godzilla Mm -hmm. gets to do, right? (laughs) I thought that was fantastic. It was very Um, cool. It's funny, like, fantasy, my, you know, I I keep Mm -hmm. bringing up everything my wife likes. She's super into the fantasy now. She loves, like. D and mm. um, is really getting into all that stuff. I never really got into high fantasy. Mm. Uh, like I like Lord of the Rings. Right. You know, I think it's a pretty, pretty uh, <laughs> normy sort of. Uh, but I, mm. I, I like. You know, I read the books. I, 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 I like the movies a lot. Um, did not care for the Hobbit movies, but <laughs> I did. But I did like the Hobbit, the book. Um, and yet, sci-fi um, is also like, yeah, I don't know. For some reason, like. I wouldn't say I'm a sci-fi or fantasy, like, obsessed. Mm-hmm. Just, like, if it happens to be sci-fi or fantasy and it's 
good, good and then you'll with me, you'll watch it. Did you ever? Then I'm into it. Yeah. I'm wondering if there was. I I used to like I I watch a whole bunch of other things. I also love historical dramas and and mm. a lot of a lot of different things. There is there was a period of time though that I really loved. Um, uh like scientifically like time travel type things like just the mm. concept of that so yeah. there was why does it call the high bridge off the, yeah i think your system of writing things down so that you can refer to them <laughs> is so much better than mine like there is you know, a thing you can you can you, can, you know it's it, you can start just start like now mm-hmm. and i and i it's it's a thing that you know i have uh it's just you, you can even do it on your phone you know some people i have a friend of mine does it on his phone and it's really handy because then it's like anytime someone asks you, you're like, well, what was it? Oh, yeah, it was this. Uh, it, it is handy. Um, but what would is your turn? Think of a movie. Yeah, I'll, I'll think of it. It'll come to me. Maybe I'll just tell you afterward. There was one. Um, there's. Um, yeah, I'll think of it. There was it was it was this one was a sci fi. But like I said, I, I also was a big fan growing up of um, historical historical movies and war movies i was a big when i was younger i was a civil war buff i really liked i which is funny because i have no family that would have been involved in it since we were in puerto rico is you know not Mm -hmm. it's totally different but i but i enjoyed i enjoyed reading things so i i do like history and various different things i'll think of it i there was um there's like it's like a time travel something that you said reminded me of it i'll think of it and i'll tell you or i'll bring it back but thinking on time travel mm-hmm. or time, let's see, what are some like good? I feel like I saw something recently that was like a pretty good time, tiny thing. Yeah. Now, now I'm just like, I'll think of it. I'll think of it. <laughs> I'm <not here. laughs> Sorry, I'm um, polluting you. <laughs> I'm polluting you with my um, random references. Um, I, I, I guess I'm, I guess I'm curious. Uh, so for me, who's someone who's really into into anime, mm-hmm. like, what is your, what is your sort of uh, experience with anime are you like are you are you into it are you not are you like you're i've seen some stuff or like what is your sort of exposure i i love anime i haven't watched as much as some other people have like there's series that i've watched and i will get into that i will get into mm. but there's i know there's a lot of smaller projects it's harder for me to keep up with everything um so sure, there's sure. a lot of stuff that i watched classic but i i i was sort of I was sort of reared the stuff that I watched were all the beginning that is there's a lot of older stuff. And now I've been getting into things like I loved um, was I promised Neverland when I had seen that. I oh, did not yeah, see nice. it when it came out. So I've been watching those and I've been. <laughs> I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just laughing. I came to Jojo's late. So I was watching that and I it's that's one of those shows <laughs> that I was laughing hysterically at. But um. There's, um, I, as much as I'll geek out about various different things, I am kind of like you in the sense that I will watch, I'll watch broad drama, uh, like Mm. a broad spectrum of different types of drama. I may geek out about one thing, but then I will watch slice of life things. And, and Mm. so, so it depends. What are your, what are your favorites? Like, is there a type of anime or are you sort of everything? Again, I, for me, like... Anytime I dive into a hobby, mm-hmm. for me, it's always like I just want to experience as much of it, like all different types as possible, and like get super like. And I and I I I always I say this not as like oh I'm so smart, but like knowledgeable. I mm-hmm. like being like I love being like oh I've seen that yeah, and I I can recommend you this and recommend you this. Like when you mentioned time travel, for example, I'm like, have you seen um, Steins Gate? I, you know, I have know what, not seen Steinsgate. I have heard of Steinsgate, but I have not seen Steinsgate. Uh, I think uh, if Bill hasn't seen it, mm-hmm. uh, you you should check it out. It's really really good. Um, don't look up anything about it. I won't. But it's a really good, like, very weird sci-fi anime, and it I I think you would like it a lot. Um, for me, like, you know, people on the podcast listening to the podcast, like, here he goes again. My favorite anime of all time is called Chihaya Furu. Okay. And the TLDR is it is about a poetry card game called Karuta, uh, where you people like a reader reads a verse and then the, the two players have to race to hit the card. There's like several cards in front of them if they hit the card with the right verse, which sounds extremely boring. Mm-hmm. It is not. It is heartwarming and 
exhilarating and has wonderful characters. Uh, one of those things where I was like, what? What? Did, why do I? Am I going to understand this show? Mm-hmm. The show understands that Excuse me, it's an obscure sport in Japan. Of guessing so the show poetry? presents it in a way. Uh, yeah, it's it's like um it's more like it's like a almost like a sport. Essentially they have it's um these very famous poems. Mm-hmm. Um the hak what is it? The Haku Ish let me just get the exact name up. The uh Oguro Hakunin Ishu. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially a collection of one hundred poems by different poets in Japan. And like they set out these cards mm-hmm. like in front of each player and a reader reads a verse and then whatever verse matches like the next verse of that, Mm -hmm. you have to hit that card with your hand and knock it out of the field. Um, And you're just trying to do it before the opponent does, which again, sounds maybe boring or not interesting, but it's great. It's, I love that show and I knew nothing about what, what Karuto was, mm-hmm. and now I'm obsessed with it. Now I I I I, re- I rewatched some of it recently, I've, again and again. I've everyone I've introduced it to has loved it. I uh, so I'm about it's it actually doesn't like it's I'm fascinated with anime with that they get into these these genres of stuff where people are so passionate about things. But to be yeah. honest, I I am a poetry fan and classic at that too and and modern stuff as well so that like the concept of that sounds interesting to me even as you know like I I would watch it but I you know I'm picturing other sort of verses that that I can I can I can understand that like the continuation of 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 that Yeah that no makes sense. especially since you're a poet you know you love yeah. poetry uh, you should check it out. I'll I'll put I'll put it in the chat. Yeah, I'll write out the name. I was gonna for say because I don't think I'll be able to spell that offhand. Yeah, yeah it, it's a tough <laughs> title, but um, it's uh, there's it's I think like watch a couple episodes and yeah, most people get hooked right away. Cool. Um, and kind of like how you just were talking about what's what's great about the show is that you know it, some players are like I just go by sound right mm-hmm. I just hear the syllable bam but some players are like I need to think about you know the imagery that the poem conveys to me through mm-hmm. its meaning, I almost visualize it. And that's a way that I can, you know, how, see the card and which card to go for. Or like, you know, there's, it's, yeah, especially if you love poetry, I think, mm-hmm. I think it'll be interesting to you. Um, but yeah, it's- yeah go, um, going back to just sort of, um, I was going to say, I had some sci-fi films. Like, have you seen Ex Machina? Oh my gosh! I I feel like um, which one is that? I think I I believe Ex I have... Machina is the one with Oscar Isaac, uh, and uh, Donald Gleason. It's like basically uh, it, hey, we're gonna do the Turing test with this very realistic looking human robot, uh, with AI, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what you should you shouldn't look up any. It's Alex Garland if you're mm-hmm. familiar with, uh, if you saw like um. Uh, what did he do? Like uh, Annihilation. Um, uh, he wrote uh, like Twenty Eight Days Later and Dread and yeah, I see. Um, and Chappie. Here we go. <laughs> did he write? Did he write I, I, it says it's coming up. People all no, maybe people also search for Chappie. Uh, uh, no, he did says, not write. Okay. He did not write Chappie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it seems out of character. <laughs> Chappie was um, uh, uh, the District Nine guy, right? Yes, yeah. Neil Blomkamp. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, I did not watch uh, mm-hmm. Chappie, yeah. but I did. I did like District mm-hmm. Nine a lot. Um, it's funny. You know. Um, but yeah, that, so that's a sci-fi one. The fantasy. It's such a broad. Yeah, well, that, that's why I said it. It's that's a, it's it's a big ask. I mean, that's I I think that 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 makes sense, and you know, but if you if you have something that you think of yeah, at me, some let point, me think um, uh, a fantasy. Hmm. I, I I again, like I mentioned, high fantasy. Just mm-hmm. it's kind of something I don't really. It's not get your thing. Do, yeah. But uh, what would be one that would kind of fit? Um, one that, uh, oh, I mean, okay. N- now you're just gonna hear me ramble on. And on anime. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, fine I hope, with it. I hope you. I like... hope you've, uh, you understand the gates you've opened. But, um, <laughs> for me, uh, a 
quintessential mm-hmm. sci-fi anime is Legend of the Galactic Heroes, if you're familiar with that. Um, uh, why does it sound familiar? Uh, it's a classic anime. It was a series of novels. Um, and then they adapted it into an anime in the, uh, I believe it was started in the 80s. Mm-hmm. 80s, it was like it was like 10 years. It was like, it's a very long show. Uh, I describe it as like, you know, r- political space, <laughs> you know, yeah. maneuvering. It's like the, it's between these two uh, gal- galactic regions and they're embroiled in this war and it's, W- amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. They did a reboot uh, of it, not a reboot, but like a, I guess, a new version of it. That was a couple years ago, um, and I haven't seen that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I you saw I, the I, earlier I, ones. I, yeah, I saw the original show. Okay. Uh, I did a voice for the new one, but I still haven't seen it. Uh, I hear it's good, but I, I, the the classic one is. A, I'm a big big fan of that. Um, and then. Um, Going to, I think the closest thing I can think of that's like fantasy. Mm-hmm. This one's kind of cheating because I love slice of life stuff. Mm-hmm. Is um, um, you ever heard of Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid? <laughs> Wait, when is this from Miss Kobayashi? It's pretty new. It's like maybe a couple years ago. I... Um, the se- the second season just came out like very recently. Um, it's, it's a very sweet show. It's like, I have heard of it, but uh, I do not know much about it. Yes. Cause I've seen the images. I'm looking at it and I see, I remember seeing pictures of it, but I don't, I haven't heard about it. Like, I mean, I haven't it's watched a show. It. I, I did not think I was going to like, cause I normally am not into like fan service. See like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you know, uh, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. But, um, uh, it's actually a very sweet show where it's just, uh, this woman, uh, encounters a uh a, a maid who can turn to a giant dragon <laughs> and uh it's <laughs> just <sounds> like <laughs> and and essentially uh she just is like hey we like uh you did you did something for me i'm gonna repay the favor i'm gonna be your dragon maid which sounds like utter trash <laughs> but, <it's, laughs> but you know I, I i i'm a big snob <laughs> and i'll say it's actually extremely heartwarming uh also like uh because it's like it kind of it's a very funny like oh she's from a different dimension this fantasy realm and mm-hmm. she's trying to get used to like our realm you know our world uh and then it becomes this almost very like sweet domestic slice of life sort of co- like light comedy between like this this woman and her dragon man, who's in love with her of course of course uh and then they uh, they have the almost like this this dragon daughter not between them like mm-hmm. an adopted dragon like she comes to live with them too so it's like Oh, it's like two moms and their dragon daughter just <laughs> hanging out. It's it's really sweet, and I guess that's like the closest thing I can think of offhand. I I, I guess I tend to veer more towards, not veered more towards, but I mm-hmm. like sci-fi maybe more than fantasy. Okay. Oh, another good fantasy one is like Little Witch Academia. Uh, if you are familiar with that, that one I am um, familiar with. So that one I do yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that one's very cool. fun. Yeah, like very 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 silly sweet. Mm-hmm. Um. That sort of thing. I I think if if you had to pin my taste down in anime, mm-hmm. like the best stuff for me is like that slice of life, like you know, where it, it can be like like Chihayafu, like it's a little mm-hmm. more a little more down to earth. It can be about like um like a topic that is real. Mm-hmm. Um, I I tend to maybe unfairly like my eyes glaze over where if it's just like. There are some anime that are like anti sung one where it's like oh it's, <laughs> it's it's just it's just like oh I'm I'm a they're called isekai. I'm not Alejandro, we were just yes, yes, I actually yeah. Alejandro taught me that word because we were at a show, a show together and he was like, Oh, as long <laughs> as it's not isekai <laughs> <laughs> Isekai is just like, Oh, I got transported to another realm and mm-hmm. I'm usually a an annoying high school pervert and I'm gonna I'm so smart and I'm gonna be good at everything and I'm like I, I, give me like a nice you know domestic you know mm-hmm. light comedy or drama or something or something else like I that's that's I've never got like if the more outlandish and like and I I, I don't want because you know I, I I do enjoy like a good classic like shonen like my Hero Academia is a mm-hmm. lot of fun. Yes. You know, One Piece. I love mm-hmm. One Piece. You know, uh, just because it's like 
boisterous and full of action and full of funny, goofy characters. That's not what I'm talking about. I'll maybe talk about the ones that are, like, too self-serious and they're not worth the yeah. self-seriousness. That's something where I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't care. Um, but that's just my personal taste, of course. Um, now, I guess, uh, going back to, uh, so to kind of turn around to you, mm -hmm. what are, let's say for you, it could be like tropes or stuff that you're like, mm, this isn't my style. Like, I'm not as into blank. Um, like, I know you mentioned you don't like horror movies. Is there anything like that like, where you're like, I don't like horror movies. I don't like, mm -hmm. um, I don't, I have. And I put it. I don't like things where I'm I'm horrified, or I have to get on a mm. very, or I have to get on a very uh, negative moral plane. Like I have to put myself in 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 something that that mm. causes that causes me issue, and I'm supposed to. I it's a different thing when you're when you have a character that you're trying to that you see good sides in. But I don't. Yeah. Um, I have issue of that, and I don't like like the torture porny kind of things mm. i don't like i i <laughs> i have a very logical side of me and mm -hmm. i do not like when um people i i will make fun of irrational things in other shows like a winnon herb or things like that but i True. don't like um like th that stuff that is is dangerous or that i feel like is that i'm i'm having to go aboard with somebody who i don't think that the they're morally reprehensible to me. I don't want to watch that. Um, mm, okay. Tropes. Uh, I mean, it, it, I, I do like to be challenged, but I don't like that. Tropes of things. I get bored if someone has all the powers, you know. Mm -hmm. um, sure. there's, there's nothing, you know. You know, it's the same kind of thing. If you know exactly who the, you know, the, the villain is going to be, I'm not about that. I'm trying to think of tropes that... Um, like in the uh, why this question is hard for me is because there are things that I dislike and that I hate, and I'll tell you when I see them. It's easier for me to talk about the things that I that I like, but sure. um, but uh, what was I just gonna say? Well, I guess going you mentioned like you don't like when uh like you have to follow like let's say a protagonist who's morally is there an example of like a show or a movie like that that you're like mm, this wasn't really for me because of that. Uh, I mean, this was uh, the, I'm trying to think of an example that is, I, I also, like, for, for me also, like sometimes, um, I get tired, I get tired of, of too much extra fan service. Like that gets to mm, me sometimes too. Like if I have to, and I'm sure. like, and I'm like, oh, you just did that and we love you. And I'm like, you know what? I don't enjoy that. That would be the very <laughs> bad for me. But um, but yeah. like the the breathe the um don't breathe thing. One mm -hmm. of the you know some of the the issues of following them. I had a hard time. Uh, the setup. I didn't want them to be there. Like there was a whole bunch of things. But I was also like I didn't enjoy. It, it, this is kind of like a a simple version. But I didn't enjoy that. I was like there is no one here, and that like in the beginning before you find out. I don't want to spoiler for anybody anything that the the other guy might have done. It mm. was very, I, I was very much like this is, it is difficult for me to watch people continuously making choices that are very, that are not good. And I know that there's a lot of stories that have you, that, but don't worry, because they get their revenge in the end. I'm like, mm. it, it, that's not, I don't, I don't know if I'm explaining it properly, but it's, there's something about that. Like, I do enjoy, I don't mind I don't mind conflicted people and I don't mind that you have to sort of there's and I think that's um, like I don't know why I'm saying Castlevania in this day. Like Castlevania is a place where you have people who have moral issues. They're going back and forth and it's more philosophical and you're figuring things out. These aren't mm. they're not related like that is something that I love. Like that's a show that I absolutely love. Um, sure. I like things that have you know, psychological explanations of, of, of things in that way. But I don't, I don't like, yeah, I don't, I don't like when I have to, when it's like, I don't, and I don't like, you know, I, I think it's, I don't enjoy being scared in some ways. Mm, and I also sure. don't like just 
um, aberrant, awful people. I don't want to celebrate them. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. If that no, I, I, I can I can see where you're coming from. Like how you're like you're asking me to follow this narrative, but already I'm you're either like, why are these people doing this thing, mm-hmm. or like you're just not enjoying. You're you're nothing. You're getting nothing out of it. Yeah, right? like, and if I'm of, like, yeah, I, I can understand. Yeah, that. and if everybody's just a crazy psychotic person, I don't have anything. You know, mm. I don't know. I... There's nothing empathetic to latch on to for you to keep you like uh, interested. Yeah. And I think I need to mm. like like I'll follow someone who's struggling, but I won't, sure. you know, I don't know that I just got deep into that. But that's it's it's something. But no, um, no, yeah, yeah. That, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, uh, one one thing um, that. I'm interested in sort of bringing up now. This is not even related to what we've been talking about. Oh, it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But um, is that uh, so? You're kind of like going back. I, I'm always interested in like when I'm talking to you know other actors, like mm-hmm. uh, what uh, do you find the most fulfilling about the craft? Like this is something that I've asked other people. And I'm always interested in hearing what people like when you are, you know, uh, in it mm-hmm. and doing the job. Like, what is to you the most satisfying aspect about it? It's interesting because I know I work on a lot of uh, voiceover. I started in stage, and I'll do. Um, I've done cabaret. I've done various different things, but the thing that I find most fulfilling. Um, is, uh, I think the way that I came to this, and I actually Mm. remember having, I talked a little bit with, um, I did an interview with, uh, Crispin Freeman about this, but the way that I came to this was also about me trying to, I, I even approached the show this way is, is that it's about people trying to understand their emotions. So trying Mm. to, trying to bring, bring this it sounds crazy, but like trying to bring like layers or trying to bring things to that when it's appropriate, trying to you know figure out like why are they saying these things, what is going on, and like what sure. why are how are they reacting to each other, and why are they doing it? I do the same thing when I'm directing is like what's bringing these people together i mean mm. on the but that's that's for that type of work you wanna i I love seeing. I love watching something or doing something and you're like, oh, okay, this is why figuring out there's like a puzzle. Like, why are they doing it? What is happening? That for Mm. me, getting into a realism in that kind of way is fun. But I also, um, this actually goes back to the poetry game that you were talking about, how people see the poetry. They sometimes they hear it and sometimes they, you know, they feel it. That's one side. The other side is I am a huge um vaudeville fan Mm, and there is so either there's either like this internal thing or there's like um when you say musicality people take it the wrong way but there's like um there's like a rhythm there's like almost like a like a like a life of things coming back coming together and i enjoy i i I enjoy that as well sort of like a little of a slapstick comic timing i don't know if that makes sense a lot of the stuff is i enjoy i enjoy the work i do love that a lot of the stuff touches people and that it has meaning in other people's life because i know that for me um there's shows that have gotten me through things that i that i wouldn't otherwise but um but a lot of the times that's you know it's it's fun for me to get into like the nooks and crannies of somebody Mm. you know what are what are you i mean i'm curious as to what like it's such a weird thing to answer because it's it's like how do you what you enjoy about about doing something that I that I like that <laughs> I like I like making that like that little world for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for me, it, I've said this before, and I always kind of preface it with, oh, "It's a little cheesy," but I don't fucking care. Who cares? Like for me, it's like I really like getting lost in it. You know, uh, that that to me is. Getting, getting, we we had a little drop. Getting what? Oh, getting lost in it. Yes. Getting like, getting mm -hmm. so into it Mm -hmm. that you've, you've sort of 
it's not you're no longer thinking of yourself like I'm in a I'm in a booth, you know, doing this or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like you're just you are in you are in it. It's happening, yeah. you know, whatever it is. It's really happening. Like, you know, I I, I won't say that I get to that I get to have that every single time I work. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're lucky, there'll be and you know, I think also the more time you spend with the character and, you know, you really start to Yeah, and it kind of takes I'm, over. Get, it takes over. You I just get that. so mm-hmm. engrossed and so to the point where, you know, you don't have, you're, you know, not stressing out about like this and that and just trying to be as true to it and as, as possible. That mm-hmm. that was what got me I- interested in the first place. Like I, I've told the story many times on the podcast, but, you know, uh, what got me interested in voiceover was, uh, you know, my friend wrote radio plays mm-hmm. and I we would all do the voice, you know, the, the characters. And before that, I had an intro. I thought voice acting was cool, but I didn't know the thing necessarily that I was. But when I, when I found myself, you know, doing, there was one particular, like, one we did. And I was so into it. And I wasn't even thinking about <clears throat> where I was. And, I, and then I was like, oh, like, this is it. This, okay. This is what I this is what I want to do. I get it. Uh, it's not about like, you know, I don't know because I do it. I do kind of kind of like how you were saying. I do appreciate like the technical aspects of stuff too, and like nailing certain things. Mm-hmm. And I do. I think you brought up an interesting point about sort of like musicality. And there's there's definitely like a there's rhythm there, and there's musicality mm-hmm. and like timing, which you know, getting like just knowing like oh no it's this is how you, it's gotta be like this. And you know, landing that mm-hmm. there's a lot of satisfaction in, in that as well. Um, the, especially, yeah. Oh, no, oh, go ahead, no, no, no. I'm saying I, I, I agree, but I think what's interesting is I think the thing that I'm taught that you're talking about, which is the flow is like that flow of being just like sucked into it. That is, is similar to what I'm saying, even though I'm talking mm. about the little, I, I will talk about those little, those little like nooks and crannies of things but that's like me understanding something is then you know you can kind of go and you you get it to me the musicality stuff is like i can hear i'm like oh i get this i get this this is this is Mm. this is like i hear a music for something or i hear like the arc of the way that the 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 scene goes and that that is that is um it it but i disappear into those things too so i do i i do understand it's hard to like explain that sometimes. <laughs> it's almost like extinct, instinctual. Yeah, you know, like, so just sort of it, it. It goes beyond like, oh, how do I do it? And just no, just <laughs> you just do it. Yeah, like, you just 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 do it, and you know, uh, and obviously with the guidance of a great director, you know, mm-hmm. you'll you know that always will accentuate and you know help help a performance. But you know, I don't know some people. You know, you always get asked the question like, "How do you, how do you get how do you get into voice acting? How do you get good at voice mm-hmm. acting?" And I, I'm, it's always for me just I, mean, I don't know get get to a point where you are comfortable enough and like able to just go for it. Yeah, and you're not uh, you're not you thinking know? of it. You're not self conscious, and it kind of you can yeah. you're just doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's I think what will bring out, you know, the the best performances um mm-hmm. out out of an actor is is that. But yeah, anyway, that was I, something I, I I'm always very that's interested cool. in, you know, hearing how what, you know, what how people respond to that question and what mm-hmm. resonates with people. I always find that very interesting. Um now we're actually uh we're uh, right at the end end point here. Uh Oh, wow. It, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, thank you again for taking the time. This was this was great. Uh, thank you. Totally and, fun. Anytime. That was awesome. <laughs> and I have new uh, things I, to watch. <laughs> yes, yes. If you do watch any of them, let me know. Mm-hmm. Like I, like no joke. Like just you know, I've had I'm, whenever I recommend it to people, sometimes they'll you know message me like I watched it. It's great. I'm like yes, I love you know, and I'm always down to recommend. You know, I that's. It's, it's my jam. I love recommending new stuff for people, like whether it's board games or anime mm-hmm. or movies or whatever. You know, I, uh, uh, I, I restaurants. You know, I, I anything that I dive into, I'm always eager to get more people. Like, yeah, you should try this. You should try this. So, um, yeah, let me know if you watch any of them. Uh, now, where can people find you? 
Um, you can find me at um, you can find me on Twitter where I'm on um, oftentimes more, which is uh, my my handle there is Lisa Lease Jam. So it's L I S A L I S E Jam. All my names are um, variations of Lisa of the Lisa Lease and the Cult Jam. So um, you can find me on Instagram at Lisa Cult Jelly, and the same thing with Facebook. So you'll nice. see me. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, it's great fun. Thank you.